Welcome to Freedom Slave Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Hey guys, today I'm super excited to share someone that's really special to me. She's an online branding and business coach who teaches service-based women entrepreneurs how to leverage a client-attractive brand and high-income business model to work less and make more. That's what everybody wants to do, right? Work less and make more. She shows consultants, experts, authors, speakers, coaches, and basically service-based women entrepreneurs how to package, price, position, promote, and profit from a high-valued offer so they can work with fewer, more ideal clients to hit their desired monthly income goals. She believes that you have to focus on three areas in particular. One, investing in personal and business development. I talk about that all the time, right? You guys have to invest in your success. Two, being client attractive through visual and content branding. And three, having a profitable business model. As a wife and mother of two, she understands that spending hours on marketing that doesn't produce revenue, that is boring, is not what serves you best. After spending hours and thousands of dollars trying to figure it out, she's combined her bachelor's degree in marketing, management, and women's studies with her real-world knowledge of building corporate and small business websites, graphic design, lead generation, and social media to help serious women entrepreneurs leverage their expertise and make income online. What I haven't shared yet is that she's also my very first business coach that I hired. Yep, the one I'm always referencing and sharing about who assisted me to properly monetize my business. She's also a podcast host of the new podcast, Rich Girl Radio, where she gives you the business. She has episodes up like the hidden cost of playing too small and why having sex with your husband should be part of your business plan. She's such a boss. So I'm so freaking happy for you to meet and learn from one of my favorite girl bosses, Mrs. Danielle Morrell. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. I'm so excited to be on today. Thank you so much for having me, Gannette, honestly. I'm so excited to have you. And listen, I know your backstory, right? But what I know about my audience is that they would love to hear it from you. So look, You did what most people dream of. You literally up and walked out of your nine to five without a plan, savings, or notice, and you have never returned. Give them the scoop on it all. Like what was going through your mind? Why? How did it feel? Was it easy from there? Let us know it all. Okay. Yes. I love sharing this story. And I think it's like perfect for, you know, your audience of millennial women, because I'm definitely in the millennial category. So I think as millennial people, we, we have a different mindset about, you know, what our dreams are and just going after them. So I'm I'm really honored to be in this category of entrepreneurs. But yes, so I've now been full time in my business for five years. So five years ago in 2014, I up and quit my job, cold turkey, no savings, just um, come, I came home to my husband and I said, you know, on Friday, I am no longer coming back to work. And he looked at me like I had lost my marbles. He was like, what? And I was just like, I can't, I can't do it all. So really up until that point, 
um, where I got to that point where I was ready to walk out of my job, you know, I did everything that as a child girl (laughs) growing up was like, you know, go to college, get a job, you know, buy a house, get married, have kids. So in that order, right? Like those are the things you're told, make sure you go to college, make sure you get a good job. So I did all of those things. And then I realized, okay, I'm married. I have a home. I got a job that's it's in my industry, but not nowhere would I, you know, enough money being generated to do it where I'm comfortably living and, you know, having all the money to do all of the things like all of the things, things, you know? So I was like, wait a second. And on top of that, I was feeling very overwhelmed being a mom and a wife and also working 48, 40 hours outside the home and not making enough to feel like I was moving my family on the pace that in my mind that, you know, I wanted us to be on financially, all the goals and dreams, the big houses, the trips, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I was just like feeling very overwhelmed. So I always knew from a child that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, always the person who was selling, you know, making jewelry, selling something. Um, And so I knew I had that entrepreneurial spirit and I knew that I wanted to be my own boss someday, but I didn't know what that really looked like. At this point in 2014, actually a very exciting things were happening online. This is when I started just see ordinary women online started making like extraordinary income and I started seeing people running Facebook ads where like everyday women like that look you know what I mean that were my age were online running ads to I'm like what is this now mind you I did have a degree in marketing and management from college that's what I went to school with and I've been doing marketing in my corporate jobs up until this point so when I see like all these girls online I'm like what is this this is what I want to do this is what I'm supposed to be doing you know so I got really excited around 2014, the beginning of that year. So here I am at a job that I'm not really loving. And actually a wedding was coming up and I really wanted to go to and they were looking at me crazy like, you're not taking no days off of work. So that's really started prompting like, I can't do that. Oh, that could do it. Yeah, Yeah, that could do it. Don't don't limit my freedom. (laughs) I was like, wait, I have this wedding coming up. They're looking at me like, you're not really going to be able to take off for that. You know, I'm feeling overwhelmed because my duty as a wife and mother, I don't feel like I'm really showing up. And then I'm trying to start a business on the side because I'm trying to find a way out. So there's this weird thing that's happening. Everybody told me how to do it. And now I'm in it. I'm overwhelmed. Now I'm trying to figure out a way to have it all, which is, I think, a thing that a lot of millennial women, and I think, honestly, women of all ages are really, the modern woman, I'll say, is really trying to figure out how she can create a life where she can have it all, where she can be great in her relationships, whether married or not, but you know, being able to show up in her relationships, being able to show up as a role as her mother, you know, or in that role if she desires. Also being having a financial freedom to fill up all these buckets. So basically it all came to a head again, because I had been doing marketing in corporate jobs before I was somewhat confident that I could come out into the marketplace and be offering somewhat of services. But now we'll get to talking about my, my next lesson I learned once I quit my job cold Turkey, but I did have a really kind of interesting mindset. I'm not encouraging anybody to do this now. Okay. Now I'm a risk taker by sure. And I, you know, there's a level of trust, but when I walked into my job in cold, 
quit cold turkey. I, I joked, I was like, they would never give me two weeks. They don't give they don't give you a two week notice when they're about to lay you off, you know. So I didn't give them a two week notice when I laid them off. I just walked Boss. on that <laughs> and I said, "Excuse me, you you, I need to talk to you." Um, yeah, today will be my last day. Thank you so much for your services. Now that's a really like again, that's not professional. Like you know, I'm not, but I was just you know. That was my mentality. You were in this entrepreneurship thing for the long run. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they wouldn't give me two week notice, you know. So now, you know, when you do that, you got to be confident that you're not going to need that referral. Exactly. So, so, you know, so that's what I did. I walked in there. I came home. My husband looked at me so crazy. He was like, oh my God. Now that's something too, that at the beginning of my business, I was kind of an advocate, like do whatever you need to do to get it done. But now I'm like more so, I take my husband, you know, his opinion very seriously. So I would never encourage a woman to do that either without consulting her husband. But I was a little younger. So yeah, that's the story of how I kind of quit my job. Cold and your husband was in the NFL at the time, right? We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it? And what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. So actually at this point, and this is actually, I'm glad you brought this up because I don't really get to share too much of this side of the journey. At this point, he had been out of the NFL for a couple years. I mean, uh, okay. two years at this point mm-hmm. or a year. And so to be quite honest, you know, he had made some investments in the league, but with one of those scenarios when you get a lot of money up front, <laughs> it is, you know, there is a big difference between making money and keeping money. And this happens Ooh, in entrepreneurship <laughs> a lot too. And, and even my husband's case, he had a real job and he made a lot of money. We, we made some investments, but I'll tell you, when you're not keeping pace with that, and then you kind of just don't have a way to make that type of money again, you do go through it kind of quickly. So to be honest, by this point, when I quit my job, cold turkey, and I do think this is important that I share this because a lot of people might think, oh, well, she was able to quit her job cold turkey because she had an NFL player. She had some savings. Wrong. At this point, I was, we were not in that situation. That situation had sailed. We had, we had partied that boat and it left because it was to the point when I quit my job that day and came home, I even told my husband, listen, I think they're going to give me one more check. But when we get down to our last $25, let me know because we need to move in with your parents. And um, yeah, about that. And then like a month and a half later, he did come to me. He's like, look, I'm down to my last $25. I love this story. Actually Seriously. moved in. So I quit my job in April 2014, cold turkey, because I was determined. And I said to myself, as long as I don't go to jail or go to prison, I'm going to figure out this entrepreneurship thing. I can't seem to figure it out working 40 hours outside the house, then having to come home, cook, clean, 
be a wife, which is the second silent shift of labor that a lot of women carry lead responsibility on. And I do have a great partner and everything, but let's just be honest, you know what I mean? Like no matter how much the men help, they still are lead responsibilities somehow for that part. So I couldn't figure out how to do all of that. So I want to give some context on why I was so gung-ho on quitting. And it was just because at this point I saw women online doing really well. And I was like, okay, this is I got to do, I got to make it, you know, I got to do something. I got to figure this out. Maybe if I have full time, I can figure this out. You know, that was my mentality. I'll be able to figure it out faster. So when I quit, we were not in a financial situation to do so. It was very risky. I don't know what compelled me to do that. I'm not saying that was logical by any means, but I will say those chain events definitely led me here because I don't know how long I would have played safe or scared or played in this container that wasn't working for me. But when my husband did say the last $25, we moved in with his parents. So that happened in June. So it didn't take but like two months to run through that check, but we was already on the road. <laughs> and so we spent, and that's when June, July, August, I hustled Ganette from sun up to sundown. I remember being outside on the back porch at midnight one o'clock recording four-part videos you know what I mean like this was like I mean groundwork 101 mm-hmm. um, when your back's up against the wall it'll do it to you right but yeah so I will tell you the two big breaks so people know when those happen the first big break happened in July so now by June I'm in the I'm in my husband's old bedroom of high school you know the kids were kind of there they were very young they just think that we're spending the summer with grandma and grandpa so they they have no idea that no really we're here because because we need to borrow some, um, <laughs> we need to borrow some shelter for right now. Because <laughs> mom decided to just be up and quit her job. So by July, what I discovered was I started borrowing. I asked my sister, could I borrow five dollars a day on her credit card to start growing my audience on Facebook. I started realizing like, I gotta run this, what's this Facebook ad thing? And of course, because I've done some marketing in the past, working the ads manager wasn't too foreign. So I kind of fumbled my way through Facebook ads and I got a first ad going just to grow my Facebook page of likes, to get people to like the page, to know who I was. Before that, I was selling like 200 fans. And then I noticed between that and being an inspirational brand, meaning that I started posting posting inspiring quotes and messages that would inspire people to take action or be my ideal client or boss up between being visible and doing that my page started growing by like a thousand to two thousand people a month so by august in September, I was having people reach out to me like five people a day to have discovery calls. So I was copying what I saw other people do where I was like, oh, they have this thingy on their website where they have people ask for their, you know, to book a call with them. I need that thingy. So I put that thingy on there. Now this didn't have the full application or pre-qualified. It was just name, email, and phone number. And I was getting five to six, I mean, from nine to two every day I was on the, I couldn't close a soul. And when I did close some people, I had this very very low package that was like $1,500, but it was three payments of $500, three months for $500 a month. And wow. So nah. Very low, very low because, right, because this is how most people, entrepreneurs do it when they start a business. They have no idea how to package or price. So, I mean, I'm just, and all my time in dibbling and dabbing inside projects, I was always charging that little, like a website, $800 or less. Like I, you know, it was always some little, I could never wrap my head around like 
thousands of dollars never even crossed my mind, really. You know what I mean? Like, what, me? And so by September, no, yeah, September, I had five clients paying me $500 a month. So I was making $2,500 by this point. So I'm feeling good, you know, although I was putting in mad hours, like, I mean, sun up to sun down, like, for real. And so on top of my in-laws thinking I was crazy, they're like, okay, now she's, what is she doing? Like, now she's like, <laughs> totally disappeared at the house. But then this was by October, a coach reached out to me and it was a funny story because I had saw her on the internet I'm not sure how we connected but I was seeing her in my newsfeed and I had commented on her stuff and then one day she reached out to me we got in a conversation and she was like you're not rich girl which I had called my business rich girl business even before I was rich because I did have the vision to crack this code of Is how this to make- Tara yes this was Tara so Tara reached out to me. She asked me a question. She, we got in a conversation. And next thing you know, she, by asking very powerful questions like coaches do, next thing I know, I'm just divulging to her how, you know, struggle bus I am with the money and stuff. And my whole, she's like, you're not rich girl. You're a slave girl to your business. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, she pulled my card. Yes, yes. And then she listed out exactly what was wrong, you know, and I had at this point, like a thousand dollars in my PayPal that was all I had in there. And she's like, yeah, the investment's $5,000. I was like, oh my God, I don't have that, but I have $1,000. What does that buy me? What does $1,000 buy me? She's like, it buys you one hour. I was like, give me the one hour. I, <laughs> I love you. Over the phone, had never talked to her one-on-one before this, but she had clearly described what my issue was to a T. She's like, you're undercharging. And I was like, but just tell me what I'm missing because I have a discovery call on Monday. So if I close this on Monday, I will pay you the $5,000. I will be down there. I mean, you know, trust me, that ain't nothing but a chicken wang, okay? <laughs> She's like, okay, $1,000, I paid it. And that's what she told me. She said, you know, you're, you're severely undercharging. Why don't you start with $1,500? And then she, the next thing that she really shared with me that was really empowering, you know, is just showing, share with me how to close on the phone call on the first call. And, and that's really just offering an incentive. So there is an incentive. If you move forward today, you you would be able to get a, a bonus empowerment prize for this. And that that technique, honestly, has changed my life and a lot of my clients' life because a lot of times women, we don't understand how to do sales. Like we just talk about entrepreneurship, but we really don't talk about the psychology of sales or sales strategies that work for this type of entrepreneurial online type of business, meeting strangers and getting money you know what I mean so when she taught me that as soon as I got off the phone well we spent our one hour that Monday I had a discovery call I said okay my new price is $1,500 I told the lady I gave an incentive hey if you do it today it's $1,500 you know it's normally $2,500 today is $15 if you can move forward and she's like okay I'm in here's my credit card and I did that 10 times in like two weeks I made like $12,000 in like three weeks I went from struggle bus to like (laughs) a first 10k month just like that. So I see, I love that because you invested in your success. Most people with that last thousand dollars would have been like, um, look, I can't afford your services. Goodbye. But you saw, you saw the importance of that investment. And not only did you see the importance of the investment, you implemented what she taught you on that one hour call 
And guys, that empowerment savings things is a thing because Danielle taught me how to do it. And it's so important because it does make people, you know, take that step, be empowered to invest in their success. So yeah, by all means, continue on, Danielle. That's just so important. Yeah, yes. I say that making that investment in myself, see, this is the the cool, like the mindset trick, you know, and I was saying like by investing that I became the type of client that I wanted to attract. I, I would have never seen a lot of things that stop women from charging what they're worth or charging the like high ticket prices when they're, when their services really are supposed to be high ticket. And a lot of times we don't feel comfortable charging that and asking and closing that because we don't believe that somebody would spend thousands of dollars on a service. Why? Because we've never done that. And, and, a lot of, and a lot of times women don't understand that that really does block a lot of your success. That's why just investing at that level puts you in alignment to ask others to do the same. It's very hard and it holds a lot of women back to being able to play in the high, in a, in a high income business model when they're supposed to. A lot of women are supposed to be playing in a high income, their services what they offer, what the value is that it gives the the customer is is worth that. You know what I mean? Like I always say oh, a lot of sure. times that women have a hard time charging high ticket prices because they have a hard time articulating the cost of the alternative. You yeah. know, so they're you know, if you're giving people, you know, relationship and they're finding the love of their life and how much does divorce cost? How much does, you know, being unhappy, you know, cost people? How long does not living your best life or not being in the best health in your life? What is that cost? It, there is a cost and I'm sure it's far exceeds when you look over the lifetime of, you know, transformational writing a book and being, you know, a published author and look at all of the respect and authority you'll get for the rest of your life. What is that worth to you? A lot of times women have a hard time of articulating the cost of doing nothing or what, you know, what the alternative is going to give them. You know what I mean? Guys, he is dropping gems, (laughs) okay? So what she's saying, just like to pull it all out, she's saying, listen, you guys are sharing, you know, what your product is, which is great, but sometimes sharing what the alternative of them not investing in that product is, is just as powerful, right? So you can save your marriage or you can tell them, hey, if if you don't have someone to assist you with this, this is what could happen, you know? So it's amazing and I love that. And I love that you help so many women, including me, to make money from my passion and more importantly, to charge my worth, right? And it's because you find it so important And why do you think that some women don't think money's important? Like what, what do you have to say to those women who believe that money isn't important? And, and, and I want to say this with all love and I, you know, and, and I won't say everyone, but I'll say most feel that way because they haven't figured out how to make money and it's, it's triggering. And I see this all the time on online and honestly, it kind of, held me back from sharing a lot of my financial successes. And I'm going to start doing that again, because it's very important to share it because so few women are actually hitting six figures or above. Like there, you know, we yep. hear every day about how many women are starting business and we celebrate that like, Oh, women are fastest starting business. And we're, yeah, we are. But when it looks at the numbers, very few of us are not, can't even operate in the business full time. We can't even be in our passion full time. So, you know, especially when you start talking six figures, only 6% of all 
all entrepreneurs break six figures. So, you know, women, you know, out of 6% means even less. And so I think that, you know, and so I stopped even sharing because a lot of women were getting triggered online. Like all these coaches talk about is money and how much money they made and their clients made. But honestly, I think a lot of it, again, I'm sure there's some exceptions to the rule, but I think a lot of women who can't have it figured it out are triggered by it because I agree. they're like, they don't want to hear you talk about money because, because trust me, if you're making money, you, you don't mind talking about it. You or don't if mind. you genuinely want to make money, you wouldn't mind either. Right. But you, if you exactly, if you were making money, you wouldn't mind. And here's the thing too. I say to that is sometimes when we think about making money, if you're one of those people who like money isn't everything and you got it for you specifically, you might want to look brought bigger at the bigger like why like for example for me sometimes when if I ever get to like oh you know I want to make more money but there's no urgency well then I remind myself there is urgency because there's women all over the world who could really use their western world sisters to really help them and like we as western women people who live in north america developed countries we are very privileged women and i think sometimes we don't realize how privileged we really are the fact that we have access to be able to accomplish dreams we have access to money i think we need to you need to look big and why like okay maybe you might not mind having you don't think i'm having but there's women around the world who could use our financial forces, you know, to help them. There's women being sex trafficked and abused, our daughters around the world. And I often think about them, like they really could use this. Look, I'd be mad to be in one of those harshly punishable countries to women, knowing that there is women over there in America who could have millions of dollars, but don't feel very motivated. You know what I mean? Who could be setting up charities to help me. I'm like, are you serious? Y'all over there have all this access to wealth and you, you know, y'all just don't feel like it. Y'all don't really care. Like, <laughs> I could use that. So I'm like, figure out a bigger why. I'm sure that might make you see, like, even if you don't care about the money, what can, what can this, when women have access to money, we have more money. We're eight, I think the push is to have more conscious entrepreneurs with money, you know, because it's the conscious entrepreneurs of the world who will be able to have the most impact because yep. we are thinking from that way. So that's kind of what, I, you know, what I say that, and to be quite honest, women, we need a stronger woman's economy. We're, we're, I hate to, this is like the part we need to talk more about because we, we get caught in the celebration of it all. Like, oh, look at us. We're, you know, look at all these, you know, what we're doing. But the dark side of that is, it's like we carry a lot of student loan debt. We carry six, like 70% of the student loan debt out here, like $600 trillion. I don't know. That's not exact, but it's a lot. And women carry that a lot. And I just know that women need to get a stronger woman's economy that's working for how women work so that, you know, we can continue to prosper because just because we're doing good today, 10 to 20 years from now could be a totally different. And I do believe we're going to be in a different economy for women. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just, yeah, it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense. All of it from the very beginning, what you were saying just now, it makes a whole lot of sense. And I loved when you were talking specifically about when, you know, they're uncomfortable making that money. They only see, when they see people, I should say, 
posting online or whatever, it makes them uncomfortable. They get triggered. And there are people that get triggered when I share it too. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, well, they're not my people right now and they may never be. And that's fine. But there's someone who's going to benefit from seeing this. Because I know when I was in that position, it benefited me seeing other people do it. Because then I knew that there was a possibility of it happening. Sometimes all you need is that possibility. Like there, I'm going to go like way left field, but just to give you an analogy, you guys, so stick with me. Like even with Barack Obama, right? With the first black president of the United States, there were some people who were like, well, he didn't do anything for us. Like there's always that person. However, just a little black boy seeing him sometimes is what is needed. Sometimes all you need to know is that it's a possibility for you. And when you see women posting online, you have two types of people. You have people who get inspired and you get people who get triggered. And if you are one of those people who get triggered, then I ask you to dig deeper and ask yourself, why is that triggering you? Is it because you can't ever imagine yourself getting in that position? Because if your first thing is, well, that must be fake. Yeah, there are a lot of fakes out there. But then those that are dropping the receipts, those are the ones you should really really be inspired by like I know for me Tiffany Montgomery was one of those people she had made her first six figures she mm-hmm. was doing all that stuff when I was watching and now she's making six figures a month mm-hmm. so to watch the growth and to be able to track that is amazing um what's her, Denise Duffield Thomas Thomas shares her numbers all the time as well it's just awesome seeing certain women do it and I've been sharing my numbers more and more here lately because I think it's important for us to share that example to be the example and so exactly. other people can know it's possible so I love that and it's one strategy that you taught me about money, which while asking for the sale that I absolutely loved, I'll never forget. You taught me how to ask for the sale, like it's passing pepper across the table. And I remember that absolutely every time I mentioned my prices to people confidently, because I know, look, whether you're getting it or not, I know it's transformational, whether you're getting it or not, I know that I'm worth it, you know, and it works often. It so often works. So explain to the audience, what does that mean, please? When you say, you need to ask for the sale, like you're passing pepper across the table. Right. So, yeah. And, and again, I learned that through my coach. And so that's why coaching is so invaluable because coaching collapses time for you for real. And so what does that mean? It's like, I love that. Hire somebody. And this is a great tip for anybody. It's like, how do you hire a coach? Hire someone who's doing business the way you want to do it. There's thousands of ways to make money online. And that's a great thing because there's thousand different ways to do it so when you're deciding how do you want to run your business or who do you want to coach with look at how they do business look at how they show up look at how they price and structure their is that how you want to do business and if so that's a great that's a great way so I learned this from my coach and 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 again it was very valuable to me which was you know take there's so much anxiety and drama around the asking you know because it is especially when you start charging thousands of dollars you know it can feel uncomfortable and there can be this you know anxiety with it but when you just make take it out and just make it what it is and like when you say can you pass the salt and pepper you when you ask that at the table there's no like you're not timid like um excuse me can i get the salt and pepper you know you're not scared of that because you're just like it's just something it's a condiment it's like it's a you know what i mean there's no attachment there you just need it to put on a flavor and keep it moving you know what i mean and so Mm -hmm. it's just put the you know share your price and again people are people buy people they buy your confidence you know and so when you are confident and this is what it is you know i'm you know i love to work with you you know but i'm not coming off like oh my gosh you know what i mean there's so they can pick up on that and so when you kind of just 
you know, share it confidently, like you're passing the salt. There's no, it's just, it is what it is, you know, and take that drama out. You're more able to close the cell faster. Again, you're taking that pressure off. And again, that kind of slows people down too, because what happens is you especially when you haven't been coached or you haven't invested at this price where you feel like, okay, I've invested at this price. Other people do too, or I've done this before. So I understand, you know, it's mm. a good thing. Um, yeah. When, yeah, when you haven't had, when you haven't done that, you'll kind of second guess yourself when you're telling your prices. So yeah. a lot of times you'll get, if you're not confident where you're like, just pass us on and the price is what it is. And, you know, I'm comfortable and confident with that. And if it's not for you, will be for the next person. I, you know, I trust that you'll get on the phone call and you'll start to, you know, size up this person. Well, okay. And you start bending and baking boundaries, start giving discounts, start not giving the full price like in your head, you know, it's supposed to be 3,500, but like, okay, I'll, I'll do it for 50. Okay. So it's 1500, you know what I mean? You'll start all this anxiety around pricing and you'll be, you know, you'll be backtracking. So it's just really good to be confident in your prices. Again, if you're just starting off, I would definitely say give an incentive for like people to move forward today. And that can be bonusing them with an extra course if you have something or giving a savings off. So, you know, saying, hey, if you do it today, I'll be able to do it for this price. You know, there's different ways the more skills you get in sales, you'll probably get to more of a transparent sales where you become an authority, where your content and how you show up, you're being very strategic and intentional so that that does the majority of selling for you. So when people come to you, they already know how much you, like they already know your premium or, you know, they know how much your, they know their your value by how you're showing up and they're like, okay, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there will be evolutions of sales. There's beginner sales tactics to get you going, which is kind of like what I've shared with my clients to get them going where they can close high ticket or prices consistently using again an empowerment savings or some type of bonus. And then as you kind of get more advanced in your selling techniques and just the way you do business, you'll probably get to a point where your content and how you're showing up in authority in the marketplace, you know, people, you can be a little bit more transparent. People come to you ready to go because that's how you really want it to be. How you're showing up is you are selling people every time you show up online. Yeah, I love that. You said a few things just now that I wanted to touch on. You said coaching collapses time for you. I love that. And that's the perfect example of what investing in your success does, right? It allows you to bypass a lot of the mistakes that you can make at the very beginning or even during your journey. You also said people people and they buy your confidence. What I like to talk about as well for you guys that are listening is that because I know some of you may be listening and you're like, listen, I'm not a coach. I am not charging thousands for your service, whatever. I want you to not tell yourself that this won't work for you. I want you to ask yourself, how can this work for you? So whether you're selling teas or you're doing someone's hair, right? The concepts still apply. You're going to tell them your prices. You're going to show up and you're going to be confident about what it is that you have to offer. So a lot of these concepts still apply to you. So I really want you to get that. And also, it's something that I mention all the time, and Danielle has been touching on it, and that is that people aren't going to invest in you what you aren't willing to invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. You are going to be uncomfortable to ask for that sale if you haven't been the one to pay that amount to someone else. Of course, you're going to be uncomfortable. So if you want to get confident in selling your products and you don't want to feel salesy or sleazy or cheesy, how about you become the customer and start investing in your personal development so that you can get over that? So mm-hmm. I really, really 
really love that. So one problem I know so many women have is not knowing how much to charge for their products or services. Danielle, what are your thoughts around this? Okay, this is great. And I'm glad you touched on this because especially right after what you just said about, you're right. Listen, no matter what business model you're in, and that means whether you're selling teas or if you're doing coaching, again, learning sales is very important. We go into entrepreneurship and there's a difference between like marketing and sales. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you do need to understand sales. So this is a great conversation. A lot of times we go into entrepreneurship, we don't really understand how critical knowing how to sell is going to be a lot of times women overestimate how easy um, sales will be. And here's an example, and this ties right in about the how to charge. So what I teach my clients to do is to reverse engineer. It's like my favorite thing to talk about because I find that too many women do not do this and it takes them years to realize that how they're running a business is not structured in a way to get them to their income goals the fastest way, you know, and it's taking too long. So what I tell people to do is to reverse engineer. So you might be whatever, you know, if you're selling tees, t-shirts, coaching, courses, this could, you might want to do the math real quick just to double check for your own personal, you know, where you're at. So what I say is reverse engineer, start with how much money do you want to generate per month in your business. So let's just say the, the magical $10,000 is like the first good milestone, right? Some of y'all probably be past that, but $10,000. Now you have to ask yourself, how many people can I realistically work with or sell knowing how many people I have as awareness, audience, advertising like how many fans do i have how many people know who i am how much money can i spend in advertising does any how what kind of authority do i have in the marketplace are people how much attention all these a's attention authority okay i got a little so you got to look at this so what i find is that too many women overestimate they say like they get in business so ten thousand dollars how many people can i work with and then do the numbers divide that so and the good way you can start is if you already have a product or service. So let's say you're selling an ebook for $10. So if your goal is $10,000 a month and you've got an ebook for $10, divide that, you would have to sell a thousand ebooks per month to make $10,000. Okay. And so that's really the thing. If you already have a product or service, divide how much money you want to generate per month divided by that price. And that tells you how many customers and clients you have to sell. And I find that, and I know because I've asked hundreds of women on discovery calls, I'm like, how much money do you want to make? $10,000. Well, how much are you charging? $200. Okay. So $10,000 divided by $200 is what? 50? So you have to sell, you have to market, attract, talk to, and enroll 50 people per month. And you have 50 fans. You know what I mean? So <laughs> what I find is that two and me don't do the numbers mm-hmm. and then they find out too late. They like some women never find out. I mean, I can't tell you how many phone calls I've been on where people have been in business for years. They're like selling t-shirts and it's $25. Okay. And you want to make $10,000 keep in mind, you're making $10 profit. And they're like, Oh my God, I've got to sell a thousand shirts. And I'm like, yes, you do. So that's not even a thousand people that come to your website. Okay. You got to have 10,000 people come to your website. Just to have a thousand that sign up and buy and that's Mm -hmm. every single month are you spending that type of money in advertising do you have that many 
fans? Do you have that much awareness? So my, my biggest thing is I find too many women are in business models that don't really work for them because they don't have the money, the awareness, the advertising, all of that to just the audience type is, the yeah. quantity. Yeah. So you have a lot of women in businesses that are based on quantity. I mean, they have to sell 30, 40, 50, 100, 1,000 people every single month just to get close to a $10,000 month. And a lot of women just don't have, and they, again, they either one, they never do the numbers or two, they think, oh, selling 50 people is for $200 is nothing until they, they realize it takes a whole lot of work to sell one person on $200. So it's funny. A lot of times we say, you know, selling somebody for $500 takes just as much work as selling somebody as $5,000. And I truly do believe that, you know, it really, like it does, unless, unless you do have an automation or funnels and you're spending money in advertising, you have a really dialed in funnel, you know, it can feel like, you know, it takes just the same and much effort to sell something for $500. You know, the same type of people that have the least amount of money to spend on products and services, that's usually their last of the last. So sometimes you think, oh, it's only $100. That'll be easy. Everybody will be able to pay that. Then you're realizing that people with $100 be like, I have to think about it. All right, give me two weeks. You're like, on $100. So you're like, well, if I'm going to have to get, I have to think about it on $100, I might as well get a, I got to think about it on 5,000. So basically what my, what my takeaway is on the products and charging is this, do your, do the numbers. So reverse engineer, how much money, if it's $20,000, okay, how many people do I want to work with? Okay. Maybe I only want to work with five or six people. Okay. 20,000 divided by six. Um, oh God, I shouldn't use that number. Let's do five, you know, five people. <laughs> okay. That's then my price is $4,000. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then I say, okay, now that my price is $4,000, that's how much I have to charge. If I only want to work with five people and my income goal is 20, well, what can I offer a value of service that exceeds $4,000? I'd rather spend my time trying to figure out how I can offer something worth more than $4,000 than trying to put something together for $20 and mm-hmm. trying to sell a thousand of them. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's not bad to have that type of quantity based business model. Again, I said there's thousands of ways to make money online. I just want for you, if you're listening, you personally to do the numbers and just double check, you know, first check how much money do I want to make and based on what I'm currently selling, you know, how many customers would I have to close every month and look at that number and be honest with yourself. Like, can I do, can I make that happen? Do I have the resources to make that happen? If then look at how much money do I want to make and how many people do I want to work with and then come up with that number and then decide, okay, how can I make that price point work so I can, that's how you work with the fewest amount of people and make more. So for everybody who in connected, I'm, I'm wrapping this up with that, with that, making it full circle. So when you, when you told everybody, I help people work less and make more that this is how I do that. Mm-hmm. I, we, we, so whatever the number is, again, if it's $30,000 you want to make in a month, what I'm going to do is say, okay, how can we work with the fewest amount of people? So I'll say, well, how about three people? You know what I mean? Like three people, that means that you need to have a $10,000 offer. So then I help people package themselves. Maybe that's a VIP day. Maybe that's, you know, a three month program. You know what I mean? But now you're in a business model that only needs three people to hit 30,000, but your prices are definitely higher. So there's, 
is a mindset thing around that. There is that packaging component. But I will say in my heart, I feel like a lot of women, if even if they focus on trying to develop skill sets and ability to solve pain problems that equal that amount, could probably hit the goal faster than a lot of times dealing with things that require a ton of quantity unless you're ready to really start building your audience. Right. So what Danielle's hearing right now is for those, well, it could be for those with large audiences as well, but definitely for those who may have smaller audiences and they're trying to sell a ton of small ticket items, right? So I, what I love about it as well, though, is that you have shared at the very beginning that marketing and sales are not the same thing. I loved that you mentioned that because you can position them, your products well for sale without being good at selling them, right? So don't confuse marketing with the sales aspect of it. They aren't the same thing. But it's something else that you had mentioned just now as well as it relates to packaging your products and stuff like that. You guys, she's talking about, you know, selling your high ticket items, but don't think that means you can sell anything for that amount. You have to have a good product or service, right? You're not out there selling anything. You have to do it with integrity and you have to be knowledgeable about what it is that you're selling. Because if you are trying to sell, you know, a $4,000 product or a $5,000 product or a $10,000 product, and you're not delivering on that product, then you're not going to get many sales because the word's going to get around fast. And also the energy of putting out something that isn't great is going to be something that bites you in the back as well. And that's why always investing at that level that, so, so that's, it's Mm -hmm. always good that let's say if you're offering for something for 5,000, that you've invested in something similar of five, that way you can kind of see what to, like how to deliver. Cause a lot of people don't even know that. You have the knowledge behind you as well. Cause you now have your own knowledge and experience as well as what you've learned from your mentor or coach or whatever as well. So when you invest, you get that additional support you get that additional information. And that's exactly. I know we could go on for hours on this, guys. But, and I, I just want to say about the collapsing time. That's so true. Like sometimes, you know, when you hire a coach, don't think of it like, oh, I'm spending all this money on a coach just for me. Let me tell you, people have hired me and their clients have went on to make half a million dollars. Like my clients' clients have benefited because you become a better coach when you've invested and you've invested in your coach and your clients benefit from that. Like the information you've gotten from your coach can help in your own development, your own style. So exactly, yourself, you're investing in the, the success of your clients as well. You're making sure you have a top level service and product that can, you know what I mean? Like not only benefiting you and your success, but your kit, your clients, you know what I mean? Every time you invest in a coach, your clients get a ripple effect of benefit. And she's speaking facts, guys, because I have clients who, well, I have a client more recently who just told me she's hit 250K for this year. And yeah. Danielle was my coach, right? One of my coaches. So you want to invest in your success and continue to invest in your success. So you continue to grow and you continue to evolve and you continue to provide value and be able to provide that value to your customer. It's and, so and important. And it's a just prime example. Now you see why it's so important that you even charge high. And there's a, here's the thing, guys there's you can have high ticket and you can have some low ticket stuff in your business too Mm -hmm. now there's again if you have an audience you can roll with a quantity type business but yeah this is why it's so important that you you know you also charge what you charge because look at like the success that your clients are having and their clients are having you know what I mean like if you now looking back on it you would feel like you did yourself a disservice if you undercharged seeing how well your clients and then their clients are doing you know what I mean like they're Mm -hmm. 
you're you're so worth it because your impact isn't just it's your clients and then they're you know what I mean so it's definitely worth it it's a ripple effect for sure and I remember when I first started working with Danielle and I had all these lower ticket items and things like that I'm like yeah because you look I saw people and I'm like oh they're selling thousands of this look Marie Forleo has you know 10,000 people buy her product Marie Forleo also has a huge audience right and while people say oh you know followers doesn't determine what uh, money it doesn't but if you know how to package your products and services it can mean more money for you the more followers and the more people you have on your email list so okay. it matters so Ooh, what happened how you did it is great though yeah, right? and so she taught me and when i say she i mean danielle initially taught me how to package high level services and now that i'm able to grow my audience i'm able to sell a lot more of those smaller services mm -hmm. so i have my membership i have my books i have my courses and i'm able to sell more of them now because of what danielle taught me about packaging higher products because that's what makes you grow your brand and grow your value to your audience because the more you know the more you grow and another thing i learned from you danielle was that you use like really high personal touch engagement in the dms right it builds rapport and often leads to sales why do you think this is such a good strategy Yes, this is a strategy that is timeless, meaning that there's been a lot of trends that have come and go on online lead generation, how to attract clients. Um, we're actually seeing one of the popular trends kind of, you know, go through its kind of maturity stage with over automation and all that kind of stuff. But I will tell you this connections is currency and it's a timeless. I love that. Timeless. Connections is currency. That's a tweetable. Yes, connections are currency and meaning that it's a timeless means that no matter, you know, no matter what comes and goes as far as sales tactics, building relationships will always be a skill set and a profitable skill set when, you know, making money in your business. And the beautiful thing is you don't even need the internet to, that's the funny thing. I feel like even if the internet goes down tomorrow, I still know how to make money mm -hmm. uh, because of knowing how to build relationships with people. So I always tell people, keep it curious and cordial, you know, like always, you know, ask the right questions, be curious, be nice, you know what I mean? But I think that people crave human interaction, you know, and that's again, and no matter what trends come and go, people love feeling that people care about them. And one thing I realized too, and a lot of, this is another tip too, is that I've made most of my money by creating content, the posts, Instagrams, and then going and making connections with people who've commented or liked. Just, hey, thanks so much for liking my post. You know, really appreciate you being a part of my community. Did you have any ahas or takeaways? Or, you know, what do you do? Just mm -hmm. opening up that dialogue. Oh my God, they were so excited and so surprised that somebody that they follow on the internet that they like actually took the initiative and reached out to them. 100%. That a lot of people, I close a lot of people by keeping, again, curious and cordial. I never pitch and there is a wrong way to do this. And that's going into the DM and say, hey, oh my God, I got this product. Oh my God. You know, you know, we all talk about those people. But when you say, and, it, and I always start with people that have obviously engaged with me some way. So it's somewhat of a warm chatter. That's actually what I call it, warm chatter. Mm -hmm. um, and so just following up with those likes and comments 
customers, hey, thanks so much, you know, glad you're being, and opening that, what I found is a lot of our customers are scared to talk to us. They're like, you know, because as soon as I would reach out and start, you know, hey, thanks so much, what are you up to? I love getting to know people in my community. They would be like, oh my gosh, oh my, I've been following you forever, and I just didn't know if this was the right time, and you know, it's like they had all these questions, and they've been, you know, and I was like, oh wow, you know, and so a lot of times, people aren't making money online because they're just waiting for people to come to them and knock on their door and be like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the multi six figure and up, you know, coaches and you'd be surprised. A lot of them do personal outreach. They post content to see who's engaging, who, who's raising their hand with in the form of a comment or a like, and then they follow up. Hey, thanks so much. And you know, what's up with you girl? Hey girl. Hey, you know, and then they build that relationship. Next thing you know, and I've closed people in a matter of hours from just starting a conference from like people I didn't you know I was like oh wow you know this so that's what I say a lot of people are waiting for clients to come to them and by you know having conversations with your community that's what it's all about you know it's not just about posting pictures and walking off and like hoping somebody fills out an application like although that does work you also want to be proactive because there's there's you're sitting on people every day who are watching you who are just like just you know what I mean like for whatever reason they have their own thing about even out you know what I mean making the first connection but when you do it they feel so honored it sets you apart from all the other people who are like they're too good to do that and they only people just reach out to them so it really does set you apart and it's yeah. like again it's a you, you sell people so fast it's called social selling really and social selling is very hot right now you know people are craving getting back to people are buying people people are making decisions faster than ever that's a good thing actually I find that mm-hmm. people when they know that the person's for them they're ready to move and you know what I mean it's just like you it's your job to you know nurture your community you'd be surprised very profitable guys <laughs> Danielle is teaching what she actually does right so she's pr- preaching what she practices because I don't remember if I liked or if I commented on one of her posts at one point this was I don't I feel like it was Instagram initially or she saw me on Instagram or something and then she friended me on Facebook and then we were friends I saw one of her posts I think I commented on one of her posts on Facebook and then she was in my um, DMs we were talking for a bit and I think I won like something that she had for like a free call I didn't realize it was a discovery call and that's how it worked but the reality is social media is not that social right so if you are social on social media you're standing out from the crowd. yes too yes. many people are trying to be beyonce beyonce is amazing but beyonce also has her platform already created too many newbies are trying to try this translucent i'm blocking my comments nobody could you know i might like your reply but i'm not going to talk to you because i'm too high and mighty stop that because that's blocking your sales and blocking your blessings at the end of the day you're not beyonce you know you could get to a level where by all means you could be at the top of your game Game. But to get there, you have to genuinely connect with people and make real connections. And I love that you mentioned, you know, be curious, start that conversation. You don't go in with the pitch, right? You don't go in shooting. You want to care about them before you care about the coin. And so many people are so quick to try to get the sale when there's someone you may be trying to sell on a t-shirt that could be someone that you can make thousands from, but because you're trying to throw them a t-shirt before they even talk to you and tell you what it is that they need and what they require, then you've lost them for life. So you want to be able to 
you know, genuinely make those connections, genuinely respond back to people. And, you know, I've always got my DMs open because I love talking to people. And that's how you build those relationships. That's right. how you create raving, you know, people that want what it is that you have to offer. So yeah, care about them before you care about the coin and get that coin too. And while then, you're your best referrals, they're your exactly. best referrals. They're your, they're I'm telling you, it's, it's yeah. yeah. It makes all the difference in the world. So do you have any pet peeves around Santa? Like, is it anything you see or hear that drives you crazy? I think, well, when it comes to sales, well, just here's the thing that I think that I'm most like always on is one is just doing your numbers. You know what I mean? It's just like when it comes to sales, I find that, you know, again, not understanding what to like making sure that the, what, how you're structuring, how many sales you need to get makes sense to your number goal. Like, is this making sense of what I have available? So not, you know, overestimating what it will take. You know what I mean? Like, so that's one thing I would definitely say about that. And also the other thing is, really kind of a pet peeve is not mastering selling while you're awake you know a lot of people want to you know sell while they're asleep like this automation like they want to master making money while they sleep we hear this all the time. i just want to make money while i sleep and i'm always like you know that's great and trust me i'm all about that passive income like i'm no, I'm no shade on the like i'm all about that you do need and that's the thing i was going to say i love about how you like i do think it's important that you learn how to be able to get a client or sell something that can pay your bills, you know, with that one sell. So I think it's important that you also master how to sell while you're awake. And so while automation sells is good, you having a skill set where you can get in a conversation and close somebody within 24 hours is just a skill set that you just in business truly, no matter what, want to have at some point, you know, and again, if you're, and I know some of y'all have different business models, but learning how to sell where even if it, okay, even if it is a t-shirt, being able to go on the street tomorrow and being able to sell a thousand thousand dollars worth of t-shirts if you had to in a week and you had to go outdoors and do that that is a skill set because being you have to sell is the one skill set you need no matter what your business model is because you're <laughs> right. able to get it out there you know Right. So, but my, yeah. And so whatever it is that you're selling, you need to be able to be able to sell one person before you try to sell to the masses. And that's just something I, my personal pet peeve, and I'm not saying this is the case in everybody. There's exceptions to the rule. There are people who've come out here and they sold to the masses off the rip and have been wildly successful. But what I find is the solo entrepreneur, the, the person trying to build their business on the side, you know, you really want to master being able to sell while you're awake, you know, because because there will be days that you don't have money to spend in advertising or you need to make a quick cash infusion or, you know, that you need a bill paid by tomorrow. You know what I mean? Really having that skill set of selling one-to-one in your back pocket, no matter if you get to the one to masses, you know, that's a skill set. So my pet peeve is always knowing that. I heard too many people, especially in the beginning when they haven't had a proven sales track record or like, I want to make passive income. I want to make passive income. I'm like, that passive is great, but do not sleep on the ability to generate a cash infusion in 24 hours where you don't have to do, you know what I mean? A lot of, um, you know, a lot of, you know, money or investments or resources to get it going. Does that make sense? So I guess that would definitely, yes, for sure. That one makes of sense. my pet peeves is just hearing a lot of people over glamorize passive income because passive income is not 
always passive. There's a lot that you have to do with that to keep it rolling. Um, so in the days that you're not able to keep things rolling, and th those days do sometimes come. <laughs> <laughs> I you love that you said somebody like quickly having that ability to sell somebody one-to-one -one, having that mastered whenever you need to have a high cash infusion is something that I I, I like to see more people have and 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 also champion having that skill set I love that you said you know master selling while awake before you're trying to sell when you're sleeping you know because and that's what you did and I love and I just want to touch on that too like Ganette you know she did have lower ticket stuff starting off you know because you know, she has a, a goal of having massive, and she is, she's on her way, I can't, watching you is so amazing, like, I'm like, wow, you know, like, Inete is awesome, I love Thank you, you and, and um, this is, this is your jam, you know, you, there are things, characteristics, and one is, you know, one of them is definitely when you're able to make a way, and you know in your heart, like, you trusted yourself, it was scary for you to make the investment when you had to, but mm -hmm. you, but in it, we both were in the same spot. Like we had did enough groundwork and had made some traction where we had begun to trust ourselves enough to be like, okay, we're just missing this one thing. I think both of you, when we, I made the investment, I could do the same thing with you. You're like, I'm so close. I can feel it. You know what I mean? I'm just missing this one thing, you know? And then when you, when you invested in that, that's when like it all like click clack. So that's why, you know, coaching is great. And yeah, I mean, I love sales. It's 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 a fun thing. It can be very fun because this is how you make it right. And this is how you're able to help and impact others for sure. I love that. And yeah, and even the passive income thing, right? Like Danielle said, it requires work. And I talk about it all the time. At first, especially depending on what type of passive income you're trying to run. If it's a funnel, then it's going to be constant work because you're constantly tweaking as things change. But like there's a, so many different forms of passive income, but no matter what type of form, they're going to require work up front, right? So even the passive income requires you to know what you're doing so investing in your success is always it like for sure collapse is um, so, time it might look like that, a heavy uh, i love that you said that seriously coaching collapses time i love because you I might love think that. you might think that it's a big investment or at front but trust me the years and mistakes of not knowing what you're doing add up as well oh my god and when you just pay to i always say pay someone that's doing what you want to do that can you know knock off a couple years in a because it's going to cost you trust me what do you think you're avoiding investing yourself will catch up with you and cost whether it and be time costs more than money. anything you guys you could get your money back you cannot get your time back yeah peace so of mind time, yeah <laughs> many people trying to figure everything out themselves and going through you know youtube university and okay that's good for initially when you're just starting out and when you're just learning the things and grabbing the books but at some point if you really want to up level it's going to require you learning from someone Someone who's either done it before and there are millions of steps ahead of you or they've just done it so either way it's someone who knows more than you about it that can teach you how to do it and it's so important that you find that person right um so danielle i have another question for you so what would you say is your secret to confidently closing sales because we i mean we talked about the pepper passing technique and we talked about you know the dms and all of that but what would you say is your secret? Because you confidently close sales. Like Danielle was so confident. We was on a Zoom call and I had no idea that, you know, this was, I just knew I want to call. I, to be honest, I didn't want to go on the call. I had no intentions. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope like, I'm really introverted, right? So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go on this call. You know, I don't know what I'm going to talk to her about. I knew Danielle worked with Courtney. I don't know if you guys know Courtney Saunders from, um, she was Think and Grow Chick. Mm -hmm. um, 
but she's now branded under her name, Courtney L. Saunders. So she was working with her. So I knew she worked with her. I'm like, oh my goodness, I hope she's not going to pitch me. I mean, but the entire call, after five minutes, I was in. I'm like, I need her. I need her like now, right? And afterwards, I remember, and like she said, I was nervous. And I tell my clients this all the time when they're nervous to invest. I'm like, I was scared. I remember getting off the call and telling my husband, who's super supportive with all of this, right? But he hadn't seen that type of thing before. He's like, well, he's like, look, he's like, I'm not, never going to tell you not to do it. It's like, that is a lot of money. He's like, but if you think it's going to be helpful for you, then, you know, we need to figure out how to make it work kind of thing. Right. So we went through this and I'm like, okay, Danielle, I don't, I sent her a message the next one. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to figure it out. And we went on a payment plan. Um, and I remember maxing out the credit card. And I think I shared this on the podcast before I maxed out my credit card for the initial payment. But what Danielle taught me, I was able to pay her back <laughs> before we even finished our time so it's that one missing piece and it's understanding too that you never finish investing in yourself right mm -hmm. i recently bought a 5k program so from somebody a 5k package so i'm constantly mm -hmm. investing in my success and that's what helps you to level up guys so danielle back to my question sorry what would you say is your secret to being so confident to confidently close in those sales well one is i go and we've been talking a lot about it, but I just, I, we're talking about because it, it really is such a critical part. One is investing over 30 plus thousand dollars in my own personal development, you know? So mm -hmm. once you start, you know, again, continuously investing in yourself, you do become more confident because you know, hey, I'm doing this. It's not, you know, yes, I understand it's scary for them. I was, I'm scared when I'm making all these investments, but I know that standing in my power, telling them the truth, like, you know, and, and that's, and you really, want to be honest too. That helps me be confident too. I feel like I get a reputation for being really real and keeping it real. I kind of have that personality. Oh, and you do. That, and I love it. <laughs> I think it. that helps as well. So one, investing that type of continually investing monetary in my own self makes me more confident because I'm like, hey, I'm doing this and I believe in this. I believe in coaching. It's made, it's changed my life. I've made over half a million dollars way over that, you know, over these years. And it's made me so confident because because I'm like, I see the results, you know, and I see all the change and I want, you know, I see other women that are suffering in similar situations. I was, and I didn't know. And when I found out and I invested in a coach, this made all the difference for me. So I'm extremely passionate because I'm like, I understand. Like, so that's why it's also important when you invest in yourself, you're able to connect with your clients. Like, I understand your you're scared or you're nervous, you can connect and you can share that. I understand how it feels because I've done it too. But when I did it, what I found was, is that I was able to quantum leap my income in like 30 days. I went on to save my house from foreclosure. I've been able to upgrade my house to a six bedroom house. You know, I've been working 20 hours a week. So that right there gave me a lot of confidence. Another secret that, you know, especially in the beginning was getting a proven script. And I know there's a lot of controversy around this. Um, there are people who was like, I don't use a script. I don't a sell script, like having something, you know, already outlined. But I did find that that really gave me confidence, especially in the early years. Now I'm like, you know, I already have it memorized how to ask powerful 
questions, you know, but a lot of times we don't learn, we don't know how to sell. Like, again, I have a degree in business and I don't remember ever taking a sales course in college. I'm like, what, what did I, what did I get for my college degree money? I need to know because I don't Listen, understand. I tell people you know that I mean? all the time. I don't Being, remember doing no a business degree does not make you a business mind. <laughs> they teach sure. you how to be a business person at somebody else's company. They don't uh-huh. they go to Great. school to be. Danielle, one more time. They take, they teach you what? They, they, they teach you when you go to school to, in business, they teach you how to work, be in business, working for somebody else, like how to work at a company. Drops mic. <laughs> facts, right? Facts. There are some schools now that aren't your entrepreneurial degrees. So I guess I should have been a little bit more specific and that did business. I should have did entrepreneur. But anywho, regardless, I have a degree in business. I never learned sales from an entrepreneur, like what to say to get somebody to spend money with me over the phone. You know what I mean? in college so I can imagine all these people who are out here becoming entrepreneurs you know who don't even have a business degree how would they even know if I didn't even learn this so when what I discovered when I hired my coach is that a lot of transformational coaches do leverage a script especially in the beginning and so And the script just basically helped me establish leadership by asking the right type of questions asking questions that help people uncover the pain for themselves, realize the vision and discover the vision for themselves, you know, establish me as the leader, you know, position the offer at the very end, like after I go through a series of questions. So before that, I never knew how to do a sales call. I would just go on the call, like, what do you need? What's wrong? What, what, what's your budget? What do you need fixed? You know what I mean? What do you want? You know what, you know, so it's like, and they would just, okay, I was just getting some information. I'll call back later. Thanks. I'm like, oh, okay. Never to hear from them again, you know, but having a a sales script really did help put structure to it and help me get to the clothes all in one call. So that definitely helped. I know some people are going to be listening like, well, what's that sales script? You know what I mean? Um, you have to invest in your success to get it guys. Cause she gave it to me. If you work with Ganette, she'll share it with you. I'm sure you work with her and you pay her a handsome fee for it. Because it every okay. I, I literally could charge people you know, thousands of dollars just to take him through that because literally having a proven script will get you, you know what I mean? What a sell that'll pay you back almost immediately. You know, I know Courtney did like $30,000. I can share this because she was very vocal. At, you know, she shared this me in like four weeks, you know, just using that script. She had tons of leads. She couldn't close any of them. And the ones she did close were not for the price that she really wanted. But when we put this sell script in place, she was selling like hotcakes. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I was like, wow, this script is golden. So here's what I'll say. If you're listening to this and you feel like I need to be more confident, one, invest in yourself. So that'll build your confidence Two, look for a sales coach, you know, and there are plenty. That's the beauty of coaching. There's literally a coach for every little niche. I could help you, but there's actually coaches who focus on sales and, you know, ask them, do you have a proven script? Are you able to close clients and payment on full over the phone? You know, do you have a way of doing that? You know, and, and kind of ask around if you feel like that would support you. But if you don't have a script, start developing one. You might be like, oh man, that actually makes good sense. I never even thought of that. You know what I mean? But having a proven way to have a call flow in your, and having them 
identifying answer questions on their own definitely helps. You know what else is cool? You introduced me to, I don't know if you remember, but to Grant Cardone. So he is yes. like a sales master, right? But she's like, no, you need to listen. Not only he told me I need to listen to, it wasn't the 10 actual, it was be obsessed or no, be average. Sold or be sold. Sell or be sold. Sell or be sold, but also it was be obsessed or be average. I think this yes, is after yes. we worked together, it was be obsessed or be average. And you were like, listen, he created a book and he has the audio and you need to listen to it. And that book, I've been obsessed and I listen to it every single year since, right? Yes. Um, but like, it's so important to sell, but I need you guys to get this because a lot of times we believe that, you know, success takes a long time. He told you coaching collapses that time because Danielle told you she started in 2014. That was five years ago, right? There are so many people who've been in business longer than five years and they like to taunt that like, oh, I've been in business 20 years. I've been in business 15 years, but what do your receipts look like? You know, she's been in business all this time. She told you she's made over half a million dollars. So she's creeping to a million dollars and there are people who are still struggling to figure it out. So make sure that your teachers are also ones who are qualified to teach you, not necessarily certified because there are a lot of people with life coaching degrees and business coaching certifications, I should say, that aren't qualified to teach you this stuff because they haven't done it themselves in their own business and life. So make sure that the people you're learning from are ones who are qualified. Okay. Right. So I love that. And it's so important that she mentioned how much she spends in coaching um, investment in her success. Guys, I've spent close to 30K this year alone, right? Completely transparent on my business. And because of that, it's been the biggest year I've had to date. Yes. the more I invest in my success, the more I make. Yes, you do. Yes. So it's so important, you guys. And she talked about, you know, the struggle leaving her house. She had to, she quit up and quit. She had to leave her house and live with her in-laws. I know that probably wasn't easy. Her house was going through foreclosure. She told you this helped her to make the money so that it didn't, you know? So it's important that you guys understand what the other side of not taking that leap and not investing in your success looks like. All the things that could happen as a result. So love, love, love it. I think this is one of my absolute favorite interviews I've ever done, but I'm biased because I love you, Danielle. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm loving it. When you told me this, I was so honored because like, that's an honor because Ganete has been doing her podcast thing. Okay. And I am, I was like, wait, wait, wait let me get my podcast rolling. And I felt so bad because I wanted to reach out to you immediately because I'm always like I'm like yeah my first business coach whenever I'm talking to anybody you're the first one that I talk about like there are other people I work with of course that are great you know I'm doing an awesome one right now but I always go back to that very first investment because the that first one is everything special, right? I'm yeah. telling you yeah yeah, yeah you were my first so <laughs> yeah I know that first is very special <laughs> I'm telling you <laughs> so special you guys so seriously I always well, actually, also make sure before we even I ask her the last question, because you guys know what the last question is. Before I even ask that, because I ask that question every single time, make sure you're following her on Instagram because Danielle's got the goods, right? And that's that Rich Girl Business on Instagram. And she yes. has a podcast, a new podcast that started called Rich Girl Radio. And I told you already some of the really fun topics that she has in there already, like why having sex with your husband should be part of your business plan. So you guys need to listen to her podcast and get all the goods. So my final question for you, Danielle, is what does freedom mean to you? Well, freedom to me, first and foremost, I think operating in your purpose and passion full-time for me is freedom. So, um, you know, 
for anybody else, the success can do look different. But I think if you're able to operate in that full time and that be your your main thing, I think that's that's definitely you know freedom and success for for me is being able to operate that. And also, freedom means for me is being able to um, show up in all areas of my life, you know, at my best, at my highest level. So being a wife, a mother, a business owner, you know, friends. And and I know it won't always be at my highest level, but just being able to create a business and a life where I have that that ability. That's the freedom for me. So being able to spend, you know, fun times with my family and friends, having the finances and really being able to live a version of my dream life. So I feel like I am living a version of my dream life right now. There's levels to it. That's one thing too, I'll say about coaching and why you need to coach and why Gannett is absolutely right about the money she's invested this year is because as you're growing, you're going to have, there's levels to this. So if there's anything I wish people knew about entrepreneurship, that maybe they didn't know before is that there are levels to this meaning like you you'll you'll set it I want to make a hundred thousand dollars and you'll get there and you realize there's there's new barriers to break in the in your mindset you know where you can go what you believe how you need to be supported so continuously investing and making bigger investments allow you to break through a lot of these mindset levels that will will arise um and so freedom is just being able to build the life that you that you want and however that looks like to you and for me i'm living a version there's levels to this meaning that i'm not yet at the million dollar mansion where i want my million dollar mansion you know what i mean we're getting there <laughs> but i'm living my dream life in the fact that i'm able to work 20 hours less i'm able to pick and drop my kids off from school i'm home with them in the afternoon i'm able to cook dinner every night i'm able to help with their home work when my husband comes home I'm well rested you know what I mean I love that I love that I just get to move around about life you know on my own terms and and I'm able to you know what I mean feel like I'm able to show up in all those areas at my best and that's always really what I wanted entrepreneurship to be for me is a vehicle really to allow me to be able to wear all these hats that the modern day woman does without being burnt out or stressed on my bandwidth. And that's really my mission to help other women is figure out how they can have it all, how they can operate on excellence and on not just their business, you know, because that's one thing we see too many women focusing a lot on their business and letting everything else fall to the wayside. And I'm a big advocate that, you know, your business should be a tool, a vehicle to, for you, you know what I mean? To be able to be great in everything, be great wife, be a great mother, be a great friend, be a great, you know what I mean? Community and not be burnt out and burned down, you know what I mean? Through your business. It should excite you and give you fun. So that's freedom to me. Danielle, I, first of all, you know, I love you, but I love that. And in fact, I was thinking as I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, I'm pushing this past all the other podcasts that I have scheduled coming up. This one's coming up Thursday coming. Because okay, Thursday, okay, yes, yeah. there's just so much stuff that people need to hear, man. And I feel like it's so close to a lot of things I've been talking about lately. Like even the last podcast that went out, I talked about reverse engineering ago and I laughed because we both shared a similar thing. I was talking about eBooks particularly, right? And selling eBooks. So it's funny that you mentioned that. So I think they're all working so well together. So yeah, I'm going to put Danielle's information in the show notes, guys. And don't forget that that webinar that I have is coming up as well for you to learn how to ditch your cubicle. So in that webinar, I'm going to be sharing all the goods as it relates to 
figuring out how to monetize your brand, how to move forward with it, how to create the plan and reverse engineer. That's going to be in the webinar because I believe in giving value upfront, right? So I will be giving you guys value upfront, whether or not you guys decide to invest in Cubicle Digital Academy, which you should because you learned all about investing in your success today, right? But it's going to be lit. Actually, my daughter told me, Danielle, can children tell something else? My daughter told me that lit, the word lit, which I recently just started using because I'm like, at first I'm like, this word's stupid. But <laughs> I just started using it. It's just like, oh, people stopped using that in like 2018. I'm like, you mean last year? Like, why are you <laughs> like that was a century ago? Like, don't make me mad. So anyway, it's going to be fire, guys, because you know my free value, my free content usually is. I don't it like, really is. Yeah, it's I, don't, really- I don't like those people who like, you know, they put you on a webinar and then you got to wait to the end and they never give you information. They're like, if you want the information, buy from me. No, I want you to get value whether or not you decide to purchase because that's going to be on your own conscience, right? Whether or not you decide to invest in your success. But I want you to get value and be able to implement a lot of the things you learn on the free training. So I'm going to put that link in the description as well for that. It's gainete.com forward slash webinar. Okay. So thank you so much, Danielle. Love, love, love you. This is going to be out Thursday. I'm so excited because I'm I mean, bypassing everyone because this one was supposed to be coming out in December. So I'm pushing her past everyone. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm so excited. And and I I love you too. And I know you have to go, but go on her webinar because I mean, literally, Ganete has someone who is she's legit. So when she says like just watching that, she's been in the game. How long? How now? How many years has it been now for you, Ganete? Now this would be four and a half. And what's funny is like I literally started working with Danielle after she took the leap so I feel like you know like soon as she took the leap I went right behind her with her and worked with her and she had so much knowledge from her first coach that I was able to get that knowledge from her at the very beginning which is why like she said so that's why you want to be on your webinar because I mean what you have been able to do is just even impresses you I know you bring just so much even more you know that's the great thing is like you we we take all of our skill sets and we we make you know what we have to offer and what you have to offer is amazing so y'all need to be on that webinar because if you want to get you really did get your nine to five so if there's no better person to get this from (laughs) seriously working with Danielle was the time I started making money like I'm telling you guys I'm not joking I talk about this all the time Danielle not just because you're on here I always talk about my first business coach on Instagram I talk about it on the podcast and it's because when I started working with you that's when I started getting multiple thousands of dollars each and every month like I remember the first time I had like a seven thousand dollar month while working with her and I'm like crap I just did this and then the next month it happened more and I'm like wait this is real like I can make it consistently and then obviously it started growing ever since then and it's just you know it's amazing what working with the coach does so i know i appreciate as soon as i started working with my coach same thing happened i'm like wow you know what i mean so it's not that's not everybody so like to be transparent right because if you're at the very very beginning and you haven't figured out those other pieces like at that point i had already invested in e-courses i had already invested in other stuff so i had invested in building my audience so i had an audience yeah she has so many people on her facebook she's and she had all all the other skills because she used to work doing Google ads and all that kind of stuff. So Danielle had her stuff together too. So, you know, sometimes it means investing and implementing, taking the time to learn and implement. And then maybe a year later, you start to see the success. But if you didn't use that coach, then it could have been 10 years later, you know, so it just collapses time. So I love that you say that. And I'm so grateful you hopped on here today, girl. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for, you know, pushing this up 
and it's a pleasure. And yes, come check me out, ladies, if you get a chance, and um, I will be there to support you as well. Okay, okay. I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you 